Welcome to another episode of Talking Turf with Turf Business TV. Um, we're going to be talking about trade shows with Jason Booth from the IOG, Darren Baldwin, Tottenham Hotspur, Stuart Kerrison from Essex County Cricket Club, and Lee Strutt from the Royal Automobile Club. Jason, you work for the IOG. Obviously, Saltex is the trade show there. Do you want to open up on, on trade yeah, shows? Yeah, yeah. Obviously, we moved our trade show from uh, Saltex from uh, Windsor to the NEC this year. Over 260 exhibitors, nearly 10,000 people visiting. Everybody saying it's a, a, a massive success. We're very pleased with that. Yeah. Obviously, bigger just having the BTME uh, exhibition show in Harrogate, and judging by their numbers, nearly 7,000 people, I think, I believe, so uh, attending. So, my question is for the rest of the panel: Is that uh, surely there's room for two exhibition shows? Then, isn't there, if the, the numbers are to be believed. Well, the debate for a long time has been: Should there be one show? And there's been a lot of drive from particularly manufacturers to say we want one show. Shows are about visitors and manufacturers, so. You guys obviously are key visitors to the show, so... The Soltex move was nice because it's away from the end of our season, which mm-hmm. is our renovation time, and that was good to move it to November. Mm-hmm. And it works certainly better for the cricket industry. Maybe it's a little bit close to the, the bigger um, exhibition than that. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, it's something that personally I'd go every other year to. I just don't think there's enough variation mm-hmm. from my point of view. We're not massive spenders. Mm. Yeah, but the social side obviously is a, a huge part than networking, if you like. That's more, almost more important than the actual trade show, I think, in a lot of respects, to a lot of greenkeepers and grounds when they go. You know, you, you talk, you have a couple of beers or whatever, and you know, you talk about the things that you've done. It's great hearing people selling stuff, but you only get one point of view from it. I think the shows now have grown. There's, there's education is a massive part of both shows. Uh, we've incorporated the IOG Awards. I think it, it's 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 an event. I think there are events. Uh, the education part of the uh, BTME show starts well in advance of the show itself, and uh, that's been the success for many a year. And I think that the model that we're doing is different. And it was, like I said, judging by the uh, people that turned up, the exhibitors that recorded uh, the feedback that we've had is that they've never had as much business go through uh, during a show. So it's all been positive. So it's a Two different shows, I think, which can service two different markets. And like as I was saying before, uh, the cameras got rolling. Is that the crossover exhibitors aren't as big as what people might might imagine? What do you want from trade shows, though, Darren? What, what do you want to see when you go? Oh, you want to see as many people there as you can. I think that was the problem we had with Soltex. Soltex had gone stale at Windsor on the outdoor show, um, and I remember speaking to, to you guys before about it, and I thought. Um, Jeff and the IOG should be applauded um, for taking it from where it was. Brave move. Uh, very brave move. But it's the chicken and egg. If you're not going to get the exhibitors there, you're not going to get ground staff there. So I thought this was a, a brave move, but it was supported by uh, both. I think it was supported by the manufacturers this year with the amount of companies that were there. Uh, and I thought it was supported by individuals, albeit I wasn't there this year. <laughs> <laughs> um, Cheers. And, and that's just purely timing. What about the education side? How important for you guys is the education side? Or do you think it's important for other groundsmen and groundkeepers to develop their career path? Look, the education side of it, I think um, they have it right with with golf because that leads into uh, BTMN on the Monday and the Tuesday before the show. Um, I think we can learn from the States, the Sports Turf Managers Association. Their, exhibi- their actual co- exhibition doesn't open until the conferences are finished right. and the talks. So you go to theirs, it'll be two days education, and then in the afternoons they op- the exhibition opens. 
Um, so they keep it very separate. Um, I think we could probably learn from that. And timings, I mean, mine's a personal one. Obviously, everyone's, you're never going to get the right time to have a show. You can't suit everybody. For example, the NEC is available at any other time. Yeah. Um, personally, you could do it at an international week where you've got, um, I mean, again, that would then count out your international <laughs> ground. So you can't yeah. please everyone. Uh, unfortunately, I couldn't be there. We had two games in that week. The debate about one show, if we, we put that to one side at the moment, yeah, and we accept that you know, your point is valid as two different audiences in the main for these two shows. If we widen it off or widen it out to industry events, I'm very passionate about events, and I think there's no substitute for getting people together to network and share experiences, whether that's at trade shows, whether it's awards, whether it's at seminars, or whether it's just social functions that people just get together and you know, talk. One of the things that I wasn't sure about was putting the awards in the middle of the show, purely and simply because it gave us another event at another time for people to get together. Mm -hmm. I have to say, I was wrong about that, and I thought it was a tremendous evening, and it benefited, I think both benefited from, both the show and the awards benefited from that, that structure. Is there a case, rather than you know, the one show debate, more events for the industry? I think it's right. I think for golf it's actually quite interesting because uh, when I'm going through my career, we always used to have the annual event we used to go to, Sortex. There was the West Country um, South Turf event. There was Scots Turf. Yep. Um, and then we had BTME. And we kind of lost quite a few of those. And I think having one big show, I think actually dilutes the experience. Um, and I think we're kind of, we're kind of losing something there. Um, I'm not necessarily talking about trade shows. I'm actually talking about events. So that could be a seminar. Well, we're actually talking about that. I mean, we're bigger. They've, um, I did a talk for the South East region a few years ago. I think you've just come back from doing one down the West. Let's go through that. South Yeah, and, and I really South enjoyed West. it. You know, and <coughs> there, there was, Myself, uh, Peter Craig from the Hurling Club. Yeah. Um, I must have played for me in Oh, Greg Evans. Yeah, Greg Evans. Mm -hmm. Very interesting people. And we were talking about different sports. So I think you, you was down for that one, but you couldn't make it. And after the thing, they did a QA, and a and I pretty much got most of the questions about the cricket because we're so alien to what is yeah. going on on a golf course. Yeah. You know, we're almost trying to kill the grass. We're all trying to grab it. <laughs> and, you know, it, it, I think the people and people come and say, "Oh, that's really interesting." You know, I made some really good contacts and good mates and that around there. Um, I just wonder if some of these shows, like the bigger one, even like that SGL, they do the the masterclass. Yeah. I would love to be able to go to those events, but they have a bit of a closed shop because they're, they're their own events. I don't know if they okay. open them up to anyone. But I think I think they hear about them half the time. I think this is where I think the awarding bodies, um, the association bodies, could actually work better together being involved in, in di at different levels when you're putting on education sometimes you want to have something different to throw into the mix to draw more people to come to it because obviously you know as old as we are it's just like you, you see all the list of talks and think well I've heard that I've heard that I've heard that I've heard that and then you kind of get turned off but if you had something that's outside the norm you know like say preparing for test matches I'll go mm. because yeah. I don't know what yeah. goes on and I think that and that generates the, the communication and then growing together. I just think that opening up to not every Tom, Dick and Harry but people obviously have to register and all that sort of thing people don't always know exactly where they want to go with their careers mm. and that, you know and if I've got a youngster yeah. uh, cricket and they come along to a football event mm. you think God, fancy yeah. some of that 
Yeah. Now we might yeah. go off think, well, actually, that was really interesting, that was. Mm. I want to learn more about that, or I might actually give that a go. You know, it's very difficult to be one focus. You know, some of your lads have gone off to racing, and that's very different to what you're doing here. Yeah. You know, but you don't find out those things using to you a lot like older. Yeah. You know, when you get to our sort of levels and that. And you get to mix with people from other sports, so that's fine. We're actually looking at putting, we've got a regional network of uh, re- uh, pitch advisors uh, throughout England and we've got one in Wales and we're looking at putting more events on and multi-sport events as well as. Yeah. Uh, that's one of the th- uh, aims and objectives for them for, uh, throughout 2016 is to actually look at venues and options forward there. So, And we've also in previously spoken to Bigger about having joint education events mm. Uh, very much in its infancy, but it has started. It started probably over 12 months ago. Yeah. But maybe this this year or early next year, it is t- time to put a joint uh, project on, so we can we can cross that. There's quite a lot of crossover as yeah, well. Yeah, there is. Like the chemical side of it. Yes, there is. You know, fertilizers and all that sort of stuff. It's pretty much we're using the same sort of products. Mm. All right, cricket might be a little bit more specialised with the soil we use. You know, golf, you've got your greens and all that, mm. the roughs and all that. And your hybrid pitches you're using now. We want people to know as much. We're trying to raise the profile of groundsmen mm. by being more professional. So the more they know, surely that's going to be a good thing, isn't it? Yeah. Even if it's snippets, you can go off to find out other information yourself. And you're about to run dedicated courses yeah. on hybrid Yeah, we are. It's ever evolving. I walked into the IOG and uh, all our courses were on natural turf. And if you look at the top end of football, the top two uh, leagues, I think there's only Ipswich Town that plays on natural turf. So I asked the question. So we, we delved into it. We produced this course. We've run it past the, all the top professionals within the Premier League. And uh, we've rejigged it accordingly. And uh, we've now got a course which has been endorsed by the... Uh, Premier League on reinforced pictures. So coming back to the, the point that was on the table, which is trade shows, very general. Yeah. Do we think the two trade shows are now delivering what they need to? I think that I think it's really important. So my bias is golf, so yeah. I go to yeah. TMA. But I think really for other sports stuff sectors, it's important to have your own identity. Mm. You know, I've got no affiliation to seeing playground equipment. But if you're managing a big uh, estate, mm-hmm. you've got, you, you need to look at that. And I think there's nothing wrong. I don't understand why this, we must have one show because it suits the trade. Mm. I'm sorry it doesn't suit me. The, I'm sorry, but the trade needs me. I don't need so much the trade. And I think I, it, we need to be steering this about actually, we need the trade shows to deliver our needs and shape that. And I think now, certainly with BTME, that's driven by education. Yeah. Uh, I think the trade yeah. couldn't probably couldn't afford not to be there because yeah. there's so many guys yeah. that and they switched on and yes. need to be there. It's good education, good delivery. I learned something. I network. Yeah. It's got a real buzz. I think the trade need to work hand in hand, and I, and I just I, I don't understand why we have to be driven into the fact that we must have one show because I don't know. I don't think it's suiting the uh, the consumer. Talk about the consumer being groundsmen and greenkeepers. You deliver the show they want. They will come. come. Yeah. They will yeah. come. We were, it was very important for us in the first year at the NEC that we have uh, we have our uh, figures independently audited, and we paid a significant amount of money for that. And the breakdown shows that, and off the back of the numbers that BTME re- reported, there's space for two shows. Yeah. And so, like you say, the greenkeeper and the groundsman are actually dictating, not the exhibitors. And I think also it's kind of interesting that, you know, I spent many years going to Saltex at Windsor. You know, and it just showed actually 
It wasn't the venue that, well, maybe it wasn't the venue, but it's maybe the recipe on yeah. the show, how it was delivered. Yeah. And it wasn't the fact that actually there was, uh, I think you sh you've demonstrated there's a need for two shows. It just had to be- The right show. It had to yeah. be right, the right ingredients. I think the feedback we kept getting was American. It's very American. It looks very American uh, type show with the seminars uh, within the show floor itself. I think we had over 50 uh, free education seminars uh, available for groundsmen, which I think is phenomenal because the word free comes into it. Yeah. So I think it, it, it is, and uh, I think I think that's that's the way that's the way forward. And it's a different format, totally different format to what BTME has. Okay, and you're looking to build on on more content, more different things other than just trade shows. Yeah, days. different things, whatever's relevant during that year. We had the Rugby World Cup, which uh, we focused on last year. We've got <coughs> other sporting events coming up, the European Championships. We'll focus on the main sporting events, bring speakers. We're planning to bring speakers from the MLS uh, and around the world uh, to sit on panels. We're planning to have co current coaches and players at the top level of sport on panels as well. It's, we're always trying to evolve it, make it more interesting, so people want to come back again and again and again, and that's what we've got to do. I think we've covered that one, guys, so thanks for that. And thank you for joining us for Talking Turf.